the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick, along with Doctor actually Doctor Calvin Finch, Mark Peterson, and your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's a, a beautiful day here at Millburgers. It's absolutely gorgeous, and the guys are answering questions off the air. So we'll find out what they were talking about in just a second. Uh, but again, it's absolutely gorgeous. There's no breeze. It's cool and comfortable. And I encourage you to come on by and, uh, and uh, be sure to uh, visit with us. I think there's a couple people that are coming today. I think, I don't know if Tom came or not already. Let me turn Calvin up uh, as Mark answers. Did he have a gardening question? Person that used to work at the San Antonio Water System for a year. For oh, okay. Number of years. Oops, there we go. There you are. Okay. Uh, well, that's okay too. We take those calls. Yeah. We uh, take those questions. Yeah. So uh, I was telling people it's a beautiful day out here. Well, it's cool, comfortable, no wind, sunny, and very pleasant. So come on out here and be a part of the show. Uh, you can check out all the veggies and strawberries and uh, blue bonnets and geraniums, lots of geraniums. Um, huge, so, huge number of blue bonnets. Yeah, there's a lot of blue bonnets left. So Not many veggies, Milton. Oh, I thought there was uh, the veggies are over there, right? Yeah, one. Looks like, like one uh, table, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think there's two tables. Two but, tables, okay. Yeah. But we'll ask Trace. There's still uh, maybe with maybe they still put some a lot of uh, cyclamen there. Yeah, beautiful on sale, of course. And Actually, I don't. I don't know uh, that the cyclamen are, are still. The showiest on, I don't know if the cyclamen are still on sale or not. I don't believe they are. Oh yeah, five for twenty. Oh, are they okay? Yeah. Well, at least they're labeled that. Okay. Five for twenty. And here or comes Trace. He can, we can we can nudge four him and ask 20. him. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, and then I was over there looking at the uh, old-fashioned roses. Yeah. A ton of them there, including, including my... Uh, Katie Road? Uh, Katie Road, yeah. Or, a few of them. What's that? Oh, in-store special for Cyclamen and Primrose. I see. Okay. Uh, cool. Man, your hearing is much better. <laughs> you You have very good selective hearing. It's like... What? It's, what? It's, it's the del- what? What did it's Calvin the, say? It's the <laughs> delay that gets me. Oh. <laughs> so you're already on a different subject. 
When, I, when you finally get up. So, yes, they are on sale. It's an in. Are there any more in-store specials to? Uh... Mm, no. Can't okay. think of any. All right. And, wh- okay. and the. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. What are the, what are the blue bonnets? For, uh, They're for sale. Remember what the price is? So, um, four-inch pot, square, buck ninety-nine. If there's any four and a half inch, they I think they're two ninety nine, and the six packs I believe are five ninety nine. Okay, I think they may be six ninety nine. Maybe uh, we'll double check, but I believe I was looking at them this morning. I'm almost positive, but I don't want to. We may surprise you on that and come back with a different. Well, now I got to go look. Okay, Trace will go look. <laughs> no. uh, what we do now is while Trace is walking out, let's say things that'll just drive him crazy. So uh, we don't we, we don't seem to have a problem doing that. No, I think he was <laughs> all the he was all the way in the back when he heard us talking about it. Should we send him and tell him to look for some other stuff while he's out there? Oh, I don't oh know. what we, else? We can talk in the, uh, Wait till he gets back. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he, Calvin thinks. He's got to get his steps in. Uh oh, he's coming this way. All right, this is exciting radio. By, by the way, yeah. Um, while I was walking in, my eye caught some of the uh, boxwoods that uh, Trace had talked about yesterday. Oh, uh, the, the the really micro, yeah. um, leaf ones and everything like that. So I saw them. They look very good. They looked uh, real nice out there. Uh, and now, so, we'll, good, cool. We'll talk about them a little bit. Right. And now, though, with the blue bonnet report, here's Trace. With okay, we'll wait a, a second. Okay, report. <laughs> Sorry, Trace. Uh, what were the what were the uh, little uh, boxwoods called? Do you remember? Uh, I know you talked about it yesterday, but I, the, my eye caught caught it, them on the way in. It was a uh, little leaf, a little uh, leaf, micro leaf. It's in, it's in the greenhouse. Uh, I can't. It was all right. Oh, so not, the, not the one botanical. he wanted. Not the one he wanted. That was the Sarisa. Yeah. Now these are some other boxwoods you had mentioned, um, and I saw them on the way in. Uh, they're sitting around there. They look very lovely. Five ninety nine, Milton. Oh, was it five ninety nine? That's great. Okay, I'm sorry. Good. See, it's a your glasses should be in front of your eyes, not on your head. Okay. So yes, five ninety nine. I believe that's only white, though. Oh, okay. It's like an in store special just now. If Milton's sure. pricing things were going over, <laughs> I, I got a few. I'll sell you, Milton. It's yeah, I know. <laughs> that's right. If I buy some after the show, uh, yeah, there's are five ninety nine special price just for you. Ah, no, no for Milton, they're six ninety nine. Okay, I'm going to have to go to somebody. When you go to lunch, I'll have to buy them. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. How's our veggie uh, supply doing? Uh, getting a little lean on tomatoes, but we got a bunch coming. Oh, good. Yes, we uh, had. Uh, Calvin saved the day because uh, he had just gone back there. I know, huh? How about that? What? She was looking for a black tomato, mm-hmm. and I said, well, there's black creme. And she said, oh, okay, but it's coming in Wednesday. And I said, I don't know. And Calvin said, no, I saw some back there. So she went back there to the thing and got some. There's, there's, there's more coming. Yeah. On yes. Ma- yes, theoretically. And, and purple <laughs> Cherokee. The- everything, yeah. Everything's theoretical now. I know. But I got did- a qu- question here. Oh, can you, can you? Oh, hey, they've got a tomato. You want to come on the air with us? Sure. Okay, you grab the mic. You'll be on the air. Let me give mine to Trace. So I had a question about transplanting a wild uh, mountain laurel. From Uh-oh. from the ground? Yes. Uh, the yeah, answer is don't, don't do it. Here <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're gonna You're going to kill 99 out of 100. Oh. I always just say, I used to say, 50% if they're more, taller than, like, two feet. 
Well, it's not. This is just about four or five inches okay. tall. Right. Some of them. Well, uh, well, let's get just, to the appropriate side. Half that would be even better. Okay. Uh, uh, just, but uh, just don't disturb the roots. You're going to disturb the roots by digging it. Period. How many? How much you d- disturb is is a question. So you're going to have to get a pretty big root ball on that. And those, if it's in rocky soil, that might be a little difficult. Well, I got to move it anyway because too okay. close to the driveway. All right. Well, so that, foot, go ahead and try a foot in diameter or so to dig that up. The rule of thumb is a, a foot per inch, per inch trunk. So a foot diameter. Uh, okay. If it's like this, which is probably what it is. Well, it's uh, about three no, no, inches. No, 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 no. Diameter trunk. Oh. So it's probably about like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, it's about a foot. And okay. then you go ahead and call us and tell us if when you're uh, successful. Now, 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 the, now, you already have the hole dug where it's going to go. Put it in a pot better or go in the ground? Put it in the ground better. Okay. So, so move wherever it you're going to move, move it, fast. it. Yeah, you're going to move it. In other words, move it fast, just like Calvin said. Okay. I like, so you, I like the pot idea. That way he hasn't wasted time digging a hole for oh, it somewhere okay. else. Well, uh, I would rather have him I didn't, put I don't it in think, the ground. I don't think he's enthusiastic about it. <laughs> but he also is the manager yeah. of the uh, Millburgers, yeah. yeah. and he likes to sell things, too. So, so get it in the ground. Uh, water it in. Is there any well, special way to prep the ground for it to go where it's no, going? No. no. Natural? Just, Good drainage is... Yeah, yeah. Key. So, so just like what you're pulling out. As close to the soil type and site and drainage as what you're pulling out is where you're putting it in. Okay. And six to eight weeks later, come back in. I'll show you <laughs> one that I can show you. <laughs> uh, so there's always a late delay time. It's not going to... It's not. It's not going to start growing. Right, uh, right. It will stay there for a little bit. Uh, make sure it's watered consistently. Okay. Not. You don't forget about it for four weeks and they go. Oh, I got to put three times as much on. No, no, you got it. Okay. You know. And uh, my fa- famous three, two, one rule is: in the absence of rain, three times a week for the first month, twice a week for the three times month, a week. Okay. And okay. And, and but the amount is the same. Okay. You're just splitting it up into smaller amounts and then bigger amounts later on. Okay. They're actually, if you've got the uh, harvest the seed early, they're actually easier to do your pot, plant and seed in the pot. Okay. We, but but if it's if this one's a true love, I'll just go. <laughs> so the okay. grow, the growing operations actually acid dip the seeds to get better germination. Yeah. Oh, okay. So forty years ago. Uh, mountain laurel little ones were super expensive because they would only get t- 10, 20% of them to actually come up. Okay. The year that they started acid dipping, they got 99% to come up, and the price dropped dramatically. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got a bunch after the freeze. Oh. And they're, they're growing all over the place. Yeah. So. so, yeah, look at this as a project. <laughs> that it's going to be a love affair, not necessarily efficient or, or moving it. So I heard what I like to hear. They got a bunch of them. Yeah. So you do a bunch of them, and get one you up. might get one or two to make it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think the seeds have been propagated all over the place by birds. So Okay. Thank you. And thank you. Thanks for coming by. It's as easy yeah. as that. 
Uh, and uh, glad we could help you out. 210-308-8867. And we're nice. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. Jeff no, is we're on nice. I don't know. I was kind of brutal, wasn't I? You were kind of brutal. Yeah, but he, well, Jeff he is, is a retired San Antonio water system person. Oh, okay. So he's been brutalized many times. I, I, yeah, I All thought right. I recognized him. I didn't know yeah. where I recognized him, but I knew I recognized him. And I'm try, trying to remember the uh, part of the SAWS program that he was in charge of. Oh, you're going to hear and come back. Uh, Jeff is on the line. Don't be brutal to Jeff at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What you say, Jeff? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hey, good morning. Um, good afternoon. I've got um, a question. I've got some uh, some holes in the ground that used to contain uh, some some uh, really big oak trees that, that uh, succumbed to oak wilt. That, so I've got I burned the stumps, and so now I've got. Uh, uh, some some holes where they used to be, and I want a recommendation on what I can put in their place. Something that would, uh, you know, mature before before um, you know I can enjoy it before I before I die, and and uh, some good shade, but uh, you know, not not something that would uh, be susceptible to the you know disease that, like that uh, those oaks. <laughs> uh, a lawn chair with a table uh, with Irish whiskey on yeah, the top yeah, of it to enjoy right. before your death. All right. You, you, you've right. asked the right question. Uh, uh, and I used to have a program called, I would see the people, in, I would see it in their eyes as they approached me. And I would go, wait, wait, don't tell me you want a fast-growing tree. Problem is most fast-growing trees are kind of weak-wooded and short-lived. So I, I had a list of the fast-growing trees that I thought would be appropriate. And, and Calvin's covered a lot of them in his article. Um, but a Monterey oak would be one. Uh, that is a white oak, so you don't have to worry about oak wilt too much. Cedar elm. Uh, Me- Mexican sycamore. Uh, Montezuma cypress. I mean, yeah, Montezuma cypress. And uh, what was my third one? Oh yeah, Texas red oak. They grow fast. And, and how 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 big did the, uh, the cypress trees get? I'm sorry. How big did the cypress how, how, trees get? Oh the oh the forty-ish. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're gonna do a cy- do if you're gonna do one of those. Do a Montezuma. Yeah. Cypress. It's a. Uh, doesn't put out the knees, and it can survive with a little less it, irrigation. It is, it is more drought tolerant. It still will need some water. It is a, a cypress. Which we cypress. learned in the drought. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I like it. It's one of my favorite trees. It, 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 because of the foliage, it looks almost like a weeping willow. And sometimes when we have lots of rain, it, that's, what, it, that's what it looks like. But uh, whereabouts are you? We, we should probably ask We're that. Uh, in... in- in, in welfare, in between Bernie and Comfort, so we, we're on the Joshua Creek. So um, okay, uh, and obviously we've got good soil because those trees that uh, pass through the oak were like three foot diameter. You know, right, huge, right. Uh, are you, uh, whereabouts uh, are you along Joshua Creek? Yeah, we're right on the Joshua Creek. Okay, kind of like on the I ten on the west side of I ten, sort of that way. On the, oh, actually, on the east side of the highway, but uh, um, where it's welfare, you know, between welfare and wearing, um, yeah, yeah. almost so, to, to come. Yeah, sorry, twenty-three years of doing oak wilt up in the hill country, you know, starting oh. places. So anyway, yeah. So um, Monterey oak would be a good one for you. 
Have we got? Uh, uh, we used to have. Um, since he's on the, since he's on that creek, uh, the cypress is going to get plenty of water, and the sycamore. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. that would be. I can see your eyes uh, gleaming. Yes, the Mexican sycamore. Make sure it is the true Mexican sycamore. And you can tell because it, the leaves are are very white underneath, and it has a real white, creamy bark. Whiskers, whiskers. Okay, and and those get pretty big. Sixty foot in our lifetime. Oh uh, yeah, that would be. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think it's all always uh, over um, ambitious, uh, overconfident with some of the heights on that. So I, I more like fifty in, in my. Once it gets that tall. Yeah, I know. It's 10 feet off. Who cares? Yeah. But, but, yeah. I'm not climbing up there with a measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. And, and uh, so, so uh, and do, you, do you guys sell those? Where can I pick up? We have them. One that, uh, is ready to go. Okay. We got and, everything you and, mentioned. Uh, and then some. All right. So, sounds good. And I've got, like, like I said, those, I burned the stump, so I've got like a pretty pretty deep hole where the the root ball used to be. And, and uh right. And it's ash. Do I, just, do I need to remove all that ash, or, or what do I need to do to prep, prep that hole before the tree? Is it just pure ash, like white, white gray? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, you probably need to need remove some of that. Now you can bring in some soil and mix that all in, and and that wouldn't hurt it. Yeah, you don't have to be too fussy. And no. I would, uh, I would plant definitely above grade, and compensate with a berm to make it back yeah. at grade because that root system is going to keep on. Uh, decomposing because you didn't get it all yeah and uh so the tree could sink over time that that's that's kind of the classic thing uh 40 50 years ago we said plant at grade and then about 20 years ago we said well plant one inch above grade and now the the specs for the isa is like two inches above grade and for that very reason things sink Hmm. things decay and sink all right and you said you had a, uh, you had written uh, some literature on on uh, on the trees to uh, be good for my area. Uh, yeah. So uh, what what uh, when I work for the Forest Service, uh, we have right now a you go and you um, go to the Texas A and M Forest Service website and you can get the tree selector, and that you just put in your your county and what you want and the site that you have and it'll pop up a list uh when i used to do programs for the texas forest service i used to have uh, a program a powerpoint program where where i have literature and everything uh, another uh, website you go to is the uh, garden style was it ww garden style sa san antonio yeah dot com you know, there's okay. a really interesting that. book, too, with Paul Cox's uh, book. This anecdotal, uh, a lot of information about all those, about yeah, those trees. That Texas Trees about. by Paul Cox and Petty Leslie. A friendly guide. A friendly guide. And 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 someone real famous and handsome is in the acknowledgments. He I, used I didn't to, know I posted He used that. to be. <laughs> yeah, apparently Trace. Uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> No, job. Trace is not in there. No. Oh, okay. It's, anyway, it's, it's, uh, incidentally, uh, my my uh, my uh, my great grandfather was uh, was a nurseryman for, um, from uh, from uh, New Braunfels. His uh, his name was Locke, uh, and he had, he had he had uh, developed some pecan uh, varieties, I guess, that are 
prevalent in the in the area. Uh, yeah, that lock nursery. And um, anyway, uh, pecan trees are they are they going to be hard to uh, get established or or? or no, it should be for, great for on, on a, should be great yeah. on a creek. So, uh, I'd uh, say if you have a creek and if you have deep soil, then then you can grow pecans. Uh, anything where you're not, you don't have at least two to three feet, preferably three feet of soil, that's going to be a little more difficult. You were shaking your head. What do you know about lock? Huh? You were shaking your head about lock. Is that a, a well Lock was uh, is the old nursery on the south side of New Braunfels. Oh, okay. But do you know about the pecan variety? No. Oh, okay. I was like trying to, trying to hear a little bit better. That was cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate it very much. Thank you, guys. Yeah, sure. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867. We have got to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer is, I like to say, if it's bugging you, and I heard uh, Warren got some calls on uh, people wanting uh, termite, having termite issues, or having uh, raccoon issues. Uh, and so that's like the, the little to the big, because uh, some raccoons can be pretty fat. I'm just well, saying. Uh, I'm not trying uh, to shame them or anything. I'm just, in certain parts of town, they, they get a lot of extra yeah. food. So it doesn't matter if you got a fat raccoon or a thin raccoon or a bunch of ants or fleas or ticks. If it's a, a pest, Spider-Man can help you get rid of it. Since 1976, whew, they have been doing this. Spider-Man, Warren Remy, is considered an expert in San Antonio. Texas and the U.S. and Warren Remy also is uh, the place that other people go to when they have questions on stuff. So for commercial, for residential, uh, trust the guy that uh, folks uh, love dealing with and have for a long, long time. You can find those great reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, but you can also uh, just uh, give them a call. That number, maybe you'd like to know it, is 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Thirty-seven twenty-one for Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, give them a call, uh, and they'll give you a yell back to say, "Call them right now," and just say, "Hey, listen, call me back in the morning. Uh, I got some fat raccoons. I want, I want to get rid of." Yeah, Trace is <laughs> giving me the big guy because he just. Uh, yeah, do you have fat raccoons here? Oh, I'm sorry. You're you're, <laughs> chew, you're, chew, you're chewing what on something. What are you doing? He was having one of the Chris, uh, Girl Scout uh, cookies. Uh, uh, turn it up. We have had yeah. and relocated okay. some fat raccoons. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And Warren Remy may be calling us in a little while. It'll be fun to talk to him. All right. You were answering before we uh, even started uh, a question from someone. I think it was, uh, I don't know why I thought it was about vegetables or something, Mark. Do you remember? Oh, 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 and I wanted Jeff. Uh, maybe Jeff can email me, Milton at KLUP.com. You don't have to call back, Jeff, but Milton at KLUP.com. I want to know if there is a relationship in your family to the, when I so I try to search up lock pecans, and I get, you know, the street lock, and I get lock hill feed. Um, 
And so I wanted to know uh, if, if that was a relationship to the New Braunfels locks. Why are you looking at me that way? No, it's probably a big family. Where, it know, probably so. is. So that'd be cool, Jeff. It'd be interesting to find out. And if you have any would, information on the pecan, that'd be cool too. All right. Yes, I'd what? like to know. I would. I would like to know about the pecan. So why are you why are you rolling your eyes, Calvin? This is interesting. Jeff's part of San Antonio history. Okay. Hi, Trace. Hello. <laughs> okay. Oh no, you were going to tell us about the. Do you remember that you were talking to the guy before the show started about the? Uh, Oh, so he had a uh, a gentleman came up, and he had uh, a picture on his cell phone, and we we're looking at uh, myself and one of the staff, and uh, it appears to have been some free damage from twenty one, uh, and it's just now showing on the live oak, which frequently oh. happens. Lots of times you have an injury uh, 10 years ago, and you don't know about it, and all of a sudden the bark starts falling off, and you wonder about it. So that's what it appears to be, and I told him, take the, the, the dead bark, but don't be too aggressive in it. Don't try to make it clean. Just take the ones that are falling off, clean it up a little bit. Uh, and he was, uh, and then he was wondering what to fertilize with, and we, we got him some some uh, fertilizer that will also do his lawn. And it will be the appropriate time to fertilize his tree and his lawn in the first week of May. Uh, that and then, But he was also going to try to get rid of the reeds and spray with a uh, like a 2,4-D product. Or, or weed and feed. He was going to use a weed and feed. And I'm like, okay. well, you know, yeah. the same weed killer will hurt your tree. Oh, so, wow. So rather than that, um, the grass is dormant now, but the weeds are active, and you might want to just spot treat with uh, glyphosate or, or similar product. All right. Hey, Trace, you want to help us with Mary? She's got an Asiatic jasmine question. 210-308-8867. What, were you trying to leave? Ha! <laughs> I was trying to get people to go to lunch. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Mary, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm good, guys. I wanted to ask you, um, I've got a big lot, and it's all wooded, and I've had Asiatic jasmine under all the trees uh, until my, until 2021, and that freeze kind of took it out, except for that around the house. And I wonder, I've been waiting two years for it to come back, and it's not really coming back. Some grass is coming back. But not the Asiatic, and I wonder what you guys thought. Is there a future here for Asiatic jasmine, or do we have to go to something else for shaded areas under trees? Ooh. Well, Asian jasmine is one of the most traditional ones, uh, probably the easiest to grow of all the ground covers that would work in that situation. But it is very slow, so it's generally a three-year process at a foot apart. Uh, to fill in in the sun in the shade you can add another year or two to that so my answer is going to be uh plant some more because i'm assuming you like the way it looked before the cold and uh it can look that way again but you're gonna have to put some more plants in yeah i agree but yeah you know, it doesn't my whole my whole neighborhood is wooded uh Shevner park and you know almost all of us have lost our jasmine hmm. and the only ones there's only one house that i know of where i walk uh, you know, I walk about two miles. Uh, wow. Jasmine. Yeah, I'm just amazed at all the jasmine that was killed here. 
Well, it's not yeah, just there. Yeah. It's all over the it's yeah. all over the area. Yeah, the, the, the freeze took a lot of it out. Um, common misconception is that Asiatic jasmine will spread. And it, it mounds, it gets a little bit bigger, but it does not spread. So Trace is correct. If you want more, you're going to have to plant some more. Uh, but there are other options. Yeah, that's uh, what I want to know. What options would you? Oh, there's 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 a lot of options for for shade ground cover. I'm stalling because I'm trying to organize them all in my mind. Um, yeah. Now there there is mondo grass or, or monkey grass. I like the standard. I do not like the dwarf. Uh, there's uh, well, that's that too. Yeah. I lost that. I'm here 38 years, and so I lost that too. We used to have monkey grass, but we don't anymore. Hmm. I don't yeah. mind why. Yeah, it, not, yeah, it, it goes by both names. It yeah. kind of depends. Yeah. But we have uh, flowering plants. Uh, one of Calvin's favorite is Katie Relia. Uh, we can, and that will spread. But see, we have deer. I, so, I yeah, Katie Rorelli won't. Deer. No, deer, deer won't necessarily on the Katie Rorelli. Uh, oh, they won't. Else? Oh, okay. No. Did the deer did not eat your uh, um, Asiatic jasmine? Well, now I'm talking Asiatic. No, they didn't really. No, it was just the place was filled with it. You know, the lot's almost an acre. Uh-huh. And so we were just filled with this jasmine, and I had never seen it before. I've lived in six states, but I thought it was beautiful and perfect for under trees. Yeah. But another, now, I, yeah. I was going to say, another one, because you got such a big yard, is inland sea oats. Do you know what that looks like? I do. We have that in the back. Okay. The back borders right. a creek. And, yeah, and the deer don't seem to favor that at all. Um I'm trying to think of things that you can plant that for that might spread a little bit because you have such a big acreage. Well, let's uh, let's also put out the uh, word to our audience if they've got other, some other ideas yeah. too. There's got to be some more. So, so we got shade and it has to be deer resistant, and we got a, a large acreage. Yeah. yeah, right, right. And then the other thing I wanted to ask is if I put shrubs that I used to have uh, that yopon holly yeah. along the walk. And it did fine. Well, it did fine. And and I wondered if there's little hollies or the burnum or things I could put in and just so I could mix it up and not have just all yield pine. Well, yeah. one of the problems is that the yopon is the one that's most deer resistant. The only the other one that uh, the deer don't seem to eat is the uh, dwarf uh, Dwarf Chinese, Dwarf Chinese, Carissa. You don't think they eat Carissa? No, I haven't seen her. Uh, yeah. Well, that 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 the, the hollies in general. Uh, she should be able to. Do their oh, type they'll, of, they'll they'll certainly eat the um, Bur- Burford holly. There are types of viburnum that would be uh, okay. Oh yeah, viburnum works. And good. boxwoods. A boxwood, yeah. Yep. I've got that in the backyard. You know, uh, the hollies, I've got something with berries on it. I always thought it was a holly with red berries. Does viburnum have red berries on it? No. No. It'll have no. a berry-looking thing after the bloom comes, but the, the bloom is a yeah. more spectacular thing. Yeah, it's probably Burford if it's got the berries yeah. on A Burford? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just paging through some of the superstars. Uh, 
uh, some of the Turk's cap. Uh, Turk's cap is is deer resistant. Yeah, I've got that in the backyard. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hey, they eat it in my that's neighborhood. Well, yeah, the, they do eat it, but that's when they're really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when aren't they really hungry? <laughs> <laughs> well, does that help but you, anyway, Mary? Yeah. Well, I, okay. I appreciate your help. Been sure. Well, and we'll continue the discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's see if we get some more feedback more from people. listeners and stuff. And I'm impressed with that two miles a day. That's great, Mary. Well, you've got to hang in there when you're old. <laughs> you know. Well, thanks, Milton, and thanks to everybody. You bet. Yeah. Take care. I appreciate your, what, your show. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks. What, bye-bye. What, I, what I hear you saying, Milton, is uh, I'm immortal because I probably walk 15 or 20 in a day. No. Okay. Right. You, you, what I you hear hoping. is going, man, I should get out there and walk. Okay, I'll just stay here. Uh, there's there's the stuff, yeah. No, I should do that. I'd love to be, able, I'd love to be out there walking. When I, get, when I get home, my wife says, yeah. I want to take the dogs for a walk. <laughs> is it, is it really thinking, a question? I'm, I'm thinking uh, my dogs have been walking all day. Yeah. So it's it's not really a question so much as a... I'm told. Yes, I'm that's what I wondered. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. One of these days she's going to be actually listening, and then I'm going to... You are going to be in big trouble. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm surprised no one she knows that listens and, and doesn't call her and go, You need to... They're talking about you again. All right. 210-308-8867, the number to call. All right, we got a couple minutes where you need to go to break. Uh, anything you want? I saw somebody bought some blue bonnets, uh, which is great. I hope they got the uh, trace price rather than mine. I'm sure they did. They got the six-pack. Um, and let's see, what else do we need to bring up? Did you want to? Did, we, oh, oh, did you, we mention the roses? Uh, well, we were going to. We started there, and we the got a call. Old-fashioned roses, yeah, a lot yeah. of choices there. Earthkind, because we also got Belinda's Dream and Grandma's yeah. Yellow. Yeah, Metabulous. And, uh, Peggy Martin. I would. I, oh, yeah. yeah. That, I don't Mrs. know. It's not really Earthkind, but I mean, theoretically, I guess it. I'm not familiar with that one. Was Even that your one Mrs. Double Cross. Yeah, sure. well, yeah, I saw that. At, so Peggy, Peggy Martin is a pink climber. And if I remember correctly, wasn't that uh, the one that survived the. Uh, yep, uh, Katrina. Water? Yeah. Katrina, Katrina Rose would be a, yeah. a oh. nickname for it. Oh, okay. And we have Lady Banks. We do. Of course, that's a rose, right? That's what I heard yesterday. Gosh, I mean, it's in that family, maybe. But <laughs> We've got a ton of Lady yeah. Banks. Yes. Okay. And Just both trying colors. To, trying to start a fight. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. Drift Roses? I thought I saw we, somebody we with some. We some Drift Roses, and we got uh, a better color selection than those coming this next oh, week. Oh, really good. Yeah, I didn't okay. see many drift roses over there like, this time. Well, we sold a few. Yeah. Crime, crime of being open to the public. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. crime, crime of having, having <laughs> uh, 20 different selections of something, or 25. So if, but, I remember, uh, if I remember correctly, I got four, maybe five different drift roses coming this next week. Oh, good. Different varieties or colors? Uh, yes. Okay, yes and yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. We'll take this opportunity to take a break. You call us. What's your question? 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 and Bulverde Road on 930 AM, The Answer. 
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Looking for some good eats and a wonderful place to shop for those good eats? All right. Well, you need to head on down Highway 87, Atkins, Texas. Not very far between 1604, inside 1604, and outside of 410. And head on over to Prusky's. Uh, we enjoyed some, don't tell Calvin this, but we enjoyed some of the uh, uh, delicious, uh, oh, man. Man, is it good. Okay, you got to get this. This was the uh, the Polish wedding sausage, the kashuko, I think is how. I am butchering that, and I apologize to anybody who really knows what it is. Um, but it is so good. Oh, man, we had potatoes, broccoli, and the sausage. A little bit of Dijon mustard. Uh, but they've got all kinds of great sausage there uh, at Prusky's. They've got terrific meats. It's the Yanta uh, meats, which are all natural. Uh, that's uh, not new to Prusky's, uh, but it's recent. Um, and that means no added growth hormones, no antibiotics. Uh, they've got the uh, they've got duck. Uh, they've got obviously chicken and great chicken. Again, if you're used to go over to Prusky's and get it, you won't pay. Uh, you might pay a little more, but boy, will you enjoy it. It's Prusky's Market on Atkins, uh, Texas. It's uh, Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. Knowledgeable folks, great service, and uh, terrific products uh, on Highway 87. Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. And the phone number, just so you know it, is 830. Okay, you're writing this down. 830-227-8322. All right. We have, uh, oh, yeah, we got him on the line with a question for us. Or he's, he's going to teach us something. Warren from Spider-Man have, uh, Pest Control. Warren Remy's on the line. How you doing, Warren Remy? What a beautiful day, gentlemen. Isn't it pretty? It's so pretty. It's, it's so pretty that the termites don't realize they're not supposed to be here yet. Aha. Uh-huh. We're, so, uh, yeah, we're, get, we're getting a lot of... A lot of termite activity all around town, and uh, this past week I went out on a couple of inspections where some uh, situations that were, I have to call it misdiagnosed, the, oh. the, the person that was looking at the, the stuff that they thought was termites, they should have looked at it with a magnifying glass because when you look at it really good, I could tell that the stuff was not termites. So I made um, I made a couple of people's day. I bet you did. Gal over, what yeah, was it, Warren? Little, little gallo instruction guy said, oh, you better get it sprayed for termites. Mm. And uh, looked at it real close, and just to the naked eye, there's stuff that other insects leave behind that kind of looks like termites. And when I told her, no, ma'am, you do not have termites, she just, she was almost ready to give me a hug. <laughs> what what, what that, was uh, it, Warren? Was it, were you able to diagnose what, what, what it was, or was it just... The issue was, it was that it wasn't termites. It was water. It was water rot. Oh. It was it was water rot, and um, oh, it it reminded me of of uh, a trip up to A and M where I went ahead and I took a, a entomology test that I really wasn't. I didn't think I was ready for it, but on the table they had 
10 different pieces of wood and we had to identify what made that deterioration of the wood and uh it was a real education uh dr gold up there at a and m he was uh, the head of the entomology department over there and uh, he he came up and he said well you got one wrong and i'm like oh no and um wood wood has a pit with moisture you got dry rot wet rot cubicle brown rot all these different kind of things and um and it's real important to know you know that hey that's not termites you know good deal i bet you made her day i really am i uh, yeah, I she was that's... she was really happy, but another customer that we have done our dormant oil spray for oh my gosh, probably ten years. She uh, she always have her has her landscape. She has a whole bunch of landscape. Uh, she backs up to a green belt, and and she uh, she used to have scale real bad in her shrubs. So we started doing the horticultural spray. It's called horticultural nowadays instead of dormant oils. You know, we used to go to the old green light company years ago, and they had uh, they had a gallon jug. It's a dormant oil spray. Uh, you don't get dormant oil spray anymore. You get horticultural spray, the bark of... of the trees and shrubs and it smothers the insects that are going to overwinter in the bark you know and she um, we called her up and she said oh no she said i have blooms all all over my shrubs they're they're blooming so i don't know what this freeze maybe this freeze is gonna gonna knock those blooms off but um, but you know you can't fool Mother Nature. You know she's she's gonna do what's right for the plants. Yeah, that's and that is that um, that's interesting on the oils. But I think we've uh, is yes, that most of them are mineral oil now. Oh, okay. But you, you don't want to spray while the blooms are on because you might affect the bees. Huh. Well, yeah, when that product uh, and we. Bees aren't out. Yeah, uh, that wouldn't at, hurt the bees. Late, late at night, early in the morning before the bees get active, it could still yeah, be you'd done. use it. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't hurt. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and um, we, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to mess with our honeybees. So we've got to do our our applications just, you know, specific time, and um, and that's that's where the. Uh, the horticultural oil is about a four percent, five percent oil, real mild oil, and um, it's a little bit different than uh, than the cedar oil and the rosemary oils that we spray. And they've just they've got different consistencies, but we're we just we have a lot of those uh, environmentally sob. I know you were you talked about green light. This goes back away, but I know you were. Uh one of the first people that talked about the uh, for mosquito control. One of the, I don't know if they still make it or not. It was the natural. Um, no, Trace is shaking his head. Other people have other versions of it. Oh, okay. Where you found that that was a, a good deterrent, which would had all the oils in it. Does that still hold true? 
Absolutely. Yeah. The um, it's it goes by the name of IC3, the the uh, alphabet uh, capital letter IC and then three, and it's it's uh, based on rosemary oil, and uh, they've got another one that has it, it incorporates rosemary and lemon, especially when people are going to have a a big party in the backyard. Oh. Uh, a reception for a wedding or something like that. We'll we'll get a call and they'll ask us to come out and treat uh, all of the area before the the people come and set up tables and tents and all this kind of jazz like that. And uh, they want to make sure that none of the flying insects, especially the mosquitoes, are gonna gonna mess with them. And you know, and, and there's a little tiny tiny little guy that's. Uh, called a thrip t-h-r-i-p thrip mm-hmm. and thrips thrips um uh, you can you can be standing in a yard and you feel no mm-hmm. oh milberg uh, milton is a uh, expert at that i was attacked by thrips thrips yeah i'll tell you the story it's kind of traumatic were you overpowered yes there were just two of them i think but they were they were vicious i'll tell you more about that later one <laughs> Uh-oh, I think Warren had enough. Uh, well, uh, there he is. But, uh, you know, that, that the, the, uh, the horticultural oils and the uh, IC3 rosemary. So we were trying to, when I was doing your commercial, I was trying to point out that Spider-Man Pest Control can help you from A to Z. And we came up with from ants, and Trace found zebra moths. Are zebra moths an issue in San Antonio? Can I legitimately use that? Uh, I haven't seen any reports of of the zebra moth myself. I don't yeah. know. I think uh, you came up with wolf spider. It was was Ada wolf spider ants to wolf spiders. Yep, definitely. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, cool. So, oh, did your predictions uh, more activity from ants and roaches and stuff? Did that come? Did it hold? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, our phones are our phones are staying really busy. Okay. Good deal. So I, I have a question from a friend. Uh oh. For a friend. For a friend. That's right. it. So say somebody found uh, some two inch by two inch pine that came from uh, a truck out of Louisiana, and when they cut into it, uh, they found termites. Oh, wow. Uh, This particular piece of wood was sitting on the side of their house for probably three months. Would you you spray something to be uh, proactive? Would you spray something? Years ago, the thought process was wait till there's evidence of termites. But but nowadays, we see that the pressure from termites is so high. The incidence of termites are just so high that uh, going into a preventative mode is really the smart thing to do. So if that person, uh, what, what kind of chemical would you suggest using for termites? Well, the number, the number one termite chemical is the active ingredient is fipronil, and it is, uh, it's based on the same product that they give to dogs and cats for heartworm. Huh. And and it's really, it just tells you that's how safe it is. And um, 
it goes by the hundred pest control people are going to use Termidor. And one of the biggest reasons is that once it dries in place, termites and ants cannot detect it. It's, it doesn't have any odor. It doesn't have any vapor. And that's what, in the old age, chloridane, the basis behind chloridane was its vapor action. It, it gave a tremendous vapor off up to three to four feet of vapor. And so they have no repellency whatsoever. So the, the termites and the... And the ants, they just, they walk right through it. Say my friend had access to chloridane. <laughs> Do you think uh, well, 30 years later it's going to be effective? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just yeah, for I've a friend. I know it's no, no one we know at this uh, no. on the porch. It's Nobody just here. talking about a friend. Hey, thanks, yeah, Warren. Hey, you know, oh, good. Yes, you sir. Can use it, you can use it legally on your own. How to get in touch with you. Uh, go SpidermanPest.com or 210-656-3721. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Warren. Thank Always fun to visit with you. Yeah. Oh, I meant to ask him about mosquitoes. We'll wait till next time. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Oh, you. well, we'll wait because we only have about a minute and a half. Uh, we were going to talk about some things that might be coming in. Uh, uh, David Rodriguez was going to be here. We just weren't sure of the day, but it looks like according to MillburgerNursery.com, March 9th, 10 to 11.30. Is that what you're showing me? Yes. I, was, I, was, I had a question mark. Best day of the year? Best day of the year. Why? My birthday, too. birthday Oh, yes. that's right. You yes. said that. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to be from uh, 10 to 11.30. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, free. No charge and probably be nice and warm because it's Trace's birthday. And I'm writing that down again. What is that? It's nice. Okay. 10 to 11. Just show up. You don't have to register for this one. Just be here. Uh, and David does a great job. And I especially appreciate about David is that uh, you know people, oftentimes these presentations can stir up more questions than you had when you came in. And uh, David will sit, will sit and talk to people. Until there's nobody else there. What, what, what's this topic? What's it going to be? Uh, spring vegetables. Yes. Ah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Yeah, we'll have Mark... Uh, Mark got more questions uh, out. It's kind of one of those things. When we talked to Warren Remy of Spider-Man, we got more questions. So, Warren, you'll have to call back because we had a Formosan. Not today, but, uh, you know, we'll just touch base again on Formosan. Is that it? Am I saying it right? Formosan termite. Formosan termites. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I know people are scared to death of them. Yes. Uh, yeah, in, in uh, New Orleans and uh, Louisiana. It's uh, very scary. Yeah. They came in through the, the port? 
through the from port. South America, I guess. Yep. Okay. I don't remember seeing them, but you know, when we were there, they came after we left. I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, no blame. Yeah. You, no, you were blameless. Uh, thank you. All right. Yeah. Maybe uh, Bert from Chalmette is familiar with them. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin, what else is going on? Well, um, getting ready for the program on uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, we'll be will be another uh, tomato potting up exercise, and here at um, Burgers. and of course, it's pretty um, well. We've uh, filled every uh, uh, regular slot, and uh, if, a per- if a person comes now, they they could listen to the lecture, but they uh, we won't have the. Uh, Potted tomato for for them, a rodeo tomato for them this uh, this time. Um, so that that's the big program, and then uh, a week from there we've got the another uh, butterfly and uh, uh, milkweed program. Mm-hmm. That that'll be at the medical center or the education resource center over there by medical center. Uh, a week from let's see, it's be March. Uh, Second, that's the medical center. That's yeah. Well, it's close there. to the medical. It's center. Called, it's Dreamland yeah. Educational Center. Yeah. Okay. They know the people know it's just uh, about three blocks off of the Babcock. Did, did the uh, New Braunfels thing already happen? No, no, no. That, oh, no. And then we're getting into that. One. Oh, okay. We're I'm and then the next one will be. Oh, okay. Brown New Braunfels. Yeah. Okay. That one's got a capacity for fifty-five. Yeah. Folks. Ooh. And they are—they're uh, kind of excited about it. It's their annual event, and we're going to our our presentation is going to be the first one in the morning, nine fifteen. And uh, if you call, if you call the uh, extension service there in uh, Comel County in New Braunfels, you can uh, reserve a uh, milkweed, a seeded milkweed container, just like we did. He, here at Millburgers, and uh, just like we're doing at the Education Resource Center, uh, so but you you do have to call and reserve a spot, and uh, otherwise you can go just go to the lecture there too. But so a lot of action, a lot yeah. of action. All righty, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's good. Calvin got rave reviews uh, for the uh, presentation he did on Saturday yesterday. People were just calling in, bragging on you. There were two of them. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, two whole. <laughs> That's okay. It's participants. Yes, they were participants. Better, yeah, we don't, we don't say spies. We just yeah. say participants. It's better than the other direction, I guess. It is better than the other direction. Yes, it is. All right. 210-308-8867. Hey, is that a little baby geranium they've got in there? That's, what is that? Looks like it. Yeah, that might be kind of fun. I wonder if I could replace... Uh, Almost looks like a zinnia. Oh, huh. Wonder if I can replace not, not my too, whopper. <laughs> too early. Too yeah. early. My whopper begin. whopper is, with a with geranium. Is zinnias? Uh, some of them, the seeds are popping up in the in the gardens, but they're not. They're not grow. They uh, germinate, no, but they're not, not growing. It's, yeah, it's not warm enough yet. Yeah. I don't know. But oh, they'll God. they'll start. This week is going to be nice and warm. About me- middle uh, but, of March. 
But on that note, we still have a lot of cool season flowers over here. Mm-hmm. We're in the transition period. But right now we got a lot of cool season flowers. Well, there's uh, our snapdragons in there, too. All right. Oh, okay. That's, that's some of my favorites. Dianthus. And, of course, the the blue bonnets. Are, yeah. Are a lot of those. Trace said we had the uh, the blue and the red and the white. And some white. white. And, and yeah. white, yeah. So you can be patriotic to the state of Texas or the U.S. with your red, white, and blue blue bonnets. Yeah, tonight's low is 36. Tomorrow's high is 68. Tuesday's high is 76. Wednesday's high is 80. And 83 is Thursday's high. When is the... Uh, what is the low the after that thirty six? The low is Monday night is forty six, Tuesday night is fifty five, fifty nine is the low for Wednesday night. Your okay. ACs will be on. I am. Uh, yeah, I'll have to worry about uh, hiding or, or put it, placing all of those uh, potted up rodeo tomatoes in a place that's above forty degrees. Uh, because it's not 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 recommended that they that they be placed in uh, temperatures that are that low. They'll uh, pot- they have the potential to stop growing. Hmm. That defeats the whole purpose of potting things up. So what we'll do, I'll take uh, I'll take some of the flowers to get to potted up today. Not not flowers, but tomatoes. Yeah, and then we'll. Uh, We'll uh, just keep them in the uh, Education Resource Center until uh, Friday night or Saturday morning, and we'll drag them all over here to the program. Hopefully it'll be warm enough to to handle it. Well, uh, uh, yeah, things, me things that, are looking up. Let's just, you know, yeah, it surprises me that it was as cool. I'd, when I last looked at the forecast, uh, For today? there was one day that was... Below 40, and then the rest of them were pretty reasonable. Well, it was cold yesterday, cold and cloudy. Oh. Really cold here. It was cold uh, this morning. Not, yeah, yes, yeah. it was very cold this morning. However, it's bright and sunny. Yeah, it's, it is nice now. Yeah. Um, so come on out. Yeah, I think uh, it's surprising. The, uh, the temperature is, uh, let me see what the temperature is. I've got to find my app. Uh, there it is. And then the temperature is 51, or 54, so that's not bad. High today is about 58. Um, but uh, We've had a lot of questions about uh, the uh, rescue grass mm. and trying to keep 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 it mowed. It looks so good when it's mowed, uh, but if you get behind, yeah, I'm, it's, uh, it's tough to mow. Yeah, I don't mind poa, and I don't mind rescue grass. It's green. It's lovely. Yeah, but you got to keep it mowed. Yeah, and and uh, soon, let's see what what is. I guess about May first or a little before, it's maybe before that the uh, the go to seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's probably oh, I don't know, first week in April. But you think that early, huh? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be quite a switch. We'll have a whole bunch of people that are been enjoying this lush. Green, sustainable yeah. winter lawn, and then and then, it, the, and then the, the, they'll the cool say, season, "Hey, what's going on the here?" Cool seasons, That's, grasses are, are going away, and then they they're left with the, the dormant 
normal warm season grass like the Bermuda. Yeah, and that's, so don't it does not it does not pay to um, fertilize the rescue grass. That uh, you you know you're just yeah. uh, fertilizing weeds. So um, wait wait until you're you got real grass and you're mowing real grass. Hey, Milton, you can what, see the the San Augustine and the Bermuda grass are dormant. What, what's patches. the rule of thumb? In uh, April, for when you uh, fertilize, yeah, you have to mow the grass twice, and, and it's the grass, right? And weeds don't count. Yeah, right. weeds okay. don't count. Otherwise, you'd probably be fertilizing. I would be right fertilizing. Now. Yeah, yeah. be. We were, we were talking about Trace. How uh-huh. interesting it, it, it is because everybody's excited about this lush green rescue grass, and as if they keep it mowed, it looks beautiful. Sure, but they're going to have to mow like every three days to keep it looking yeah. like that. <laughs> and then it'll suddenly change, and we'll get lots of calls. You said that with a sigh of <laughs> something intermixed in there. No, it's a, it's a, I understand, but again, like my two-mile walking every day, I have, I have better intentions than actions. Um, but... You know, as much as we talk about pre-emergence, you'd think you might actually start doing that. Yeah, it'd be a good idea. It would. Well, this would although, be the year. The winter, really the winter it, thing yeah. looks beautiful. It's, but so I realize I'm going to pay for that. Any grass is better than no grass kind of guys? Kind of. Yes. Yeah, especially with animals trudging through it and then running in the house after catching balls. Uh, so, Except for t- the bedstra and yeah, the cleavers. No, we could do that at the bedstra. Yeah. There was a time when we couldn't let the dog out in the yard because we didn't have So any. something funny happened yesterday. Yeah. Okay. The lady brought in a sample of uh, weed. And she goes up to me and Peter, and she said, what is this? And Peter said, not weed. <laughs> no, it is a no. weed. <laughs> no, it's not weed. Yeah. Yes, it is yeah, a weed. Yeah. But so this went on for like five minutes. Yeah. And, and it's like we, Abbott and Costello. And, and then, yeah. we, uh, then we got her a herbicide that would help her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bed, the bed straw is really notorious. What is not weed? Yeah. Not, yeah. not K-N-O-T. No, I understood. Oh. Yeah. But what is it? I don't know. Do uh, I have, some people, I've, I've, heard I have it called bi- I've heard it called bind weed before. It mm. like, sticks to your dog, sticks to your legs. Uh, that sounds like your bed straw. Bed straw, yeah. Or Velcro, I'm even uh, on uh, my Facebook. I've is, heard it called Velcro plant. Yeah. Velcro weed. So I saw that just recently what? on... Uh, oh, it's got all kinds of names, but not weed, I think, is the correct term. I'm looking at not weed pictures. Okay. I find it interesting because it's so easy to rake. Yeah, you know, you if you got this whole this bed like I had that was just full and about uh, two feet tall... And then you uh, take a rake. And I, you can rake it up. It's easy to get into a big pile. And yeah. In fact, I told somebody on Facebook, I said, you collect it, and then you burn it. Because hmm. uh, easy. You, with, with, with extreme Right prejudice. into the compost pile. Uh, yeah. No. Of course, the, re- the rescue grass is a good addition to the compost pile. Yeah. Be- before it seeds. Said so, the, so I hear that I get to use my chimney. That's what I hear. Hmm? Yeah. Yes, that's right. With extreme prejudice. What kind of what kind of potatoes you got? You got white and uh, white red. I got a, yes, one white, and one red. Oh, okay. Is that what? Do you know what the red is? Is this a Pontiac or? Well, so I didn't. I had to make up my. I, it was either red Lasota or or Pontiac, and I both of them are good. Yeah. I couldn't make a decision, and I can't remember which one I picked. Uh huh. They're both good, though. Yeah. They're both on all the lists. Uh, and then what was the the white one? 
Kennebec? Yeah. Kennebec? Yeah. I was going to say, that, that, that's Kennebec. a good one. Yeah, it's a good I one had two choices you. there, too, but I think Kennebec was what yeah. I picked. Well, that's cool. And they're, are they in a barrel or something, or are they in bagged? Uh, they are in the black crates that the Amaryllis came in, and then we hung a scale next to it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You know the the, the back black crates you talk about? No, but uh, I know I know I, I, I like it. Know, yeah, I, I yeah, like yeah. it when you can pick how many potatoes right. you want. Yeah. Right. And it adds where, up. where they they had the Amaryllis bulbs oh, it's hmm. stored in that one, and it is you just come in and pick. So that's real good. Right here at Millburgers. There you go. You know, we used to get the when we had to buy the corn for the the events. Yeah, we used to come in those black crates, and then they would ask us for the crates back. Now they come in cardboard, but we had, uh-huh. we, had, we had some from that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, and were did, they, they, did you remember where, where they were uh, imported from, or were they from Texas? The, the potatoes. Uh, the distributor is from Texas, so I'm assuming Texas, but I don't know. I was trying to who who would be providing seed potatoes. I get let's see what time what well I guess almost any potato growing place yeah. could be yeah because it's the uh, oh, the weather it's it's the weather it's spring early spring so they're not doing a whole lot on that except sending out the seed seed potatoes sounds good. Well, that's a. It's. A, Did you have any more uh, Jerusalem artichoke questions? Oh no! Ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to send you something that came up on my Facebook feed. T. Milton. Look at yeah. this guy. A sun choke. Yeah, they were talking your... about sun chokes. Yes. And I had to say, watch that, and and uh, the, the flowers were pretty, but I was more interested in the tubers. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think we're talking about how you can use the tubers for anything uh, that you use potatoes for. And it's like half the starch and double the vitamins or something. Mm-hmm. Something that's rare. Still not on my diet. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. The girls got let's, cookies. Let's grow Let's grow some... Uh, Artichoke, Jerusalem artichokes. Okay, you gonna grow some? I'm gonna try some. Yeah. Okay, we don't have them here, right? No. Okay, no. where are you gonna get yours? I, don't know. I will have. I, I do think I still have a few regular uh, artichokes, and I think I ordered some four inch to come in this okay. week. Okay, but you seem to be familiar with the sun chokes. No, no. I remember no. that incorrectly. Okay. No, I I never heard that term before, but then you know it seemed logical. A sun choke that put them mm-hmm. out in the sun, drought tolerant. Well, I thought uh, maybe it had to do with the sunflower part. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That too. Okay. I was just thinking the site, but that, then it is in the sunflower. Writings. What's sun that? Sun choke. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> see. Oh, man, you're always making. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like yeah. the glass is always half empty over there, you know. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's uh, what was the kind of Irish whiskey? Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for to find a way to make fun of the new uh, rodeo tomato. Find rambler. A well, that's pretty easy. <laughs> When's the last time we saw a rambler? <laughs> new rambler. So, do you remember the hints I gave you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does it make sense now? Yes, it does. Okay. As soon as I saw the name, I was like, ah. But I would not. Have, you would never come up with. I it. would have not have gotten there now, which is a shame because that's a it's a cute little car, isn't it? 
The little Nash Rambler? The I, I recall them being big, but... Uh, oh, okay. Well, they had they had a whole range. I think. Oh, maybe so. I mean, I think that there's that Their song "Beep Beep," wagon, yeah. which was about a Nash Rambler. I think. Oh, um, and then, then I don't know what I'm talking about because Al's family said they had a, he had a Rambler station wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I remember them being big. Okay. They were, but they were little I, I ones. I might have been two or three years old, but I remember being in one. And uh, oh, really? And we had a fairly large family, so I, uh, I think I remember the little. I think they let me yes. roll around yeah, in the back. Two seats is yeah. all. I mean, yeah. this one, two two places I, for yeah. people. I remember it small. We can, I, we can never neither confirm nor deny that is the uh, rodeo tomato name. But uh, if it were, why would they pick that? Is there a reason? Just somebody gave it a name. At does some it point? does it tend to ramble? I don't know. Okay, yeah. along the ground. If you have a conversation with it, just just keep going on and on. I, I tell you what, I'll go get you the sheet that talks about Rambler, which we can or cannot. Uh, yeah. Say is the uh, rodeo tomato. Week, yeah. All right, then we'll take a break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. I'm Milton Glick along with... Dr. Calvin Finch and Mark Peterson. Trace will join us, I'm sure, sure, again. And I apologize to all the Nash Rambler owners who uh, might have been listening. Uh, it is a it is a big car. I don't know why I pictured it small. But it's a, yeah, convertible sedan and uh, a wagon. Well, Maybe I was From 1950 to 1954. Well, and then it said it was owned by American Motors, so I don't know what that looks like. All right. Interesting looking car. All right. Do we have anybody that owns one in the uh, in the audience? Call us at 210-308-8867. I wonder what a Nash Rambler sells for now. Depends on the model. On the condition? Sure. But. All right. Did you want to read the, uh, speaking of Ramblers, yes. did you want to read the information on the, uh, the, the Rambler? The, the so-called soon. Rambler? Yes. Tomato? Uh-huh. Again, we do not. We cannot. Cannot confirm or deny. Correct. The <laughs> Rambler. It yeah. is a determinant, which is good. That's what this for our area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rambler is an adaptable, high quality determinant salad variety featuring high yield potential of jumbo and extra large fruit. Fruit size eight to twelve ounces. Color, quality, and firmness is excellent. Suited for both mature green and vine ripened markets. The plants are medium tall and benefit from light to no pruning. Now, we don't do that around here, but other places that they may do that. Uh, prune on the bottom. So, mm. uh, uh, sounds like a wonderful tomato uh, when it, it gets here. Yeah. Now, there, if you check into it a little further, too, the we got moderate uh, disease uh, uh, con- uh, prevention mechanisms. So, so uh, moderate disease, so virus and... Uh, Control cell. What uh, else? I was trying to think where I... Mildew, oh, I, I guess I looked it up on the computer. Uh, uh, 
So, yeah, we'll see it. We'll, we'll, when it comes out, we'll have everybody who can try some and then call in. Yep. Very so, cool. All right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still like my cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Um, Trace brought this out. I'm trying to see. What are you looking for? Do you remember when Tycoon became, what year Tycoon became a uh, rodeo tomato? No peaking. When, when it did? Yeah. Well, that. Gosh, a long probably. time ago. Yeah. Longer than we I can't, I can't remember my, my breakfast. More than a decade 98. ago. <laughs> Not that long ago. No, you're trying too hard, yes. 2011. Yeah. Uh, dwarf Cherry Surprise? Wow, that was from 2009? Yeah. Man. I, time flies. Yeah, it sure does. So, uh, Calvin had mentioned uh, Amelia. Yeah. And that it was on there more than once. And I was like, really? And then... So I verified that this morning. It truly was. I didn't think we ever did a tomato more than once. And you have those here? Yes. And more coming. Yeah, looking for, I can remember the Phoenix from 2010. I don't remember 602. Don't you? No. I I remember when I saw it on that list, but I was... BH, yeah, BHN, right? Yeah, Ten. I remember the number, but I, I didn't remember until I saw it. On the, Bobcat, on the which you have, right? Did you? Uh, have? No, had? No, maybe. no, no. Oh no, no, no Bobcats back no then. No Bobcats. Okay, that was 2015. Red Deuce. Well, I think I, I think I called that one out yesterday. That I was. Oh, maybe that's something. what it was. Okay, so and that's on Wednesday, theoretically. So uh, it was. It was interesting. Uh, one gardener at the. Uh, uh, last presentation, uh, potting up tomatoes, wanted me to describe the um, four or five different, the characteristics of four or five different uh, of uh, rodeo tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, can't remember what my, uh, I, t- I told him I can remember what the uh, rambler is and the, and the, uh, one or two, but that, that, that's well, I was it. Say, They're all medium, medium fruit. That's right. They're ba- basically medi- the same. Medium fruit, yes. They're determinate. Most of them are determinate. Yeah, to Even, varying degrees of, of pest resistance. So, yeah. So I was just like, yeah, you could put your hand over your face and say, yeah. This is what it's going to be. If you, uh, you probably, if you look at. The list and the, there's descriptions that were wrote, written at the time. A lot of them would sound almost exactly mm-hmm. the same. Yep, I bet Amelia would sound exactly the same. Do I? It was <laughs> twice. <laughs> I bet you're right. Uh, no, but you know, I look over the list over the years and yep, the Calvin's right. It's if uh, <laughs> you look at it, it's like yes, terminate, medium. Uh, uh, size fruit, uh-huh. medium height, and varying degrees of pest resistance. Okay. Uh, as I look at that, I'm like, yep. All right. Doug is on the line at 210-308-8867. Uh, he knows all about the Rambler. Hi there, Doug. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Yourself? Doing good. What's going on? Well, I'm interested in your... I, I listen for something I'm interested in on your show every week and uh, I happen to be older than 
old even Jerry. So <laughs> I was I was here uh, when Ramblers were were the thing. I even had one when I was in uh, high school. My friends called it the flying blanket because they were famous for having the suits all laid down to where you have a double bed inside the house. I mean, the, inside the cabin. Huh. That's why that's why ramblers were called ramblers because you could take one and go and live in it. Wow! And uh, but they were they were along with uh, Studebakers and Hudsons and Packards and and those that all looked like uh, upside down bathtubs. And uh, they were just uh, uh, more of a curiosity than anything else. But Rambler was around. I had one, a uh, uh, 1937 model, the first one. And uh, that was what it was uh, uh, advertised as, you know, with a flying blanket. You just lay the seats down and you got a double bed in there. I wonder so, what it's worth well, today. Would you guess uh, it's worth Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I'd give you something. No, yeah, no. Tra- Trace is an old car aficionado. Yeah. Would, uh, what? I, uh, cool. Do you remember? Was there a model that just had the the front seat? I always I thought that there was uh, one that was no, uh, no, small there were no, gra- no, no. There was a, a Metropolitan. Uh, that was the tiny one. Yeah, that was the one. That, but it was a. Uh, <clears throat> It was made by AMC, the same, you know, American Motors. Okay, yeah. It'll later and, uh, then, huh? No, they right. came out about, we had a, I think we had about a 50 model of it. But uh, they were, you know, you might remember Crosley's. They were little tiny cars. What are they? Crosley? Crosley. That name sounds familiar, but I don't know. I wonder if that's the same people that made the radios. Uh, the, 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 uh, the uh, yes, they were. Tables. Yeah, they were. You think so? Yeah, it okay. A, it, it, it was a double S, Crossley. Huh. And, uh, and uh, yeah, they were the same ones that made the refrigerators. They, oh. they were famous for the Shelvador, the first one that had a shelf in the door. Oh, with the refrigerator. Uh, okay, not the car. About ni- 1946 or 7, somewhere in there. All right. Well, cool. Anyway. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you found something you wanted to talk about. Uh, all right, uh, yeah. All right. Well, another thing I'd like to ask is, uh, uh, what can I plant in my uh, uh, flower bed right now well, from seeds that'll start blooming right away? I don't want to wait till the weather warms up. I want something. Oh, you want flowers? I was gonna. I was gonna say. Oh yeah, that flowers. Thing. I want. I want something bright. Okay. You know, sweet. Like, like zinc. Zinnias sweet or like sweet that. peas. No, zinnias is a little too early. Yeah. Got to wait oh, at least uh, three weeks, I think. Yeah. But uh, sweet peas, uh, that, yeah, that'll be. They'll that you can still plant them, but they won't bloom immediately either. Um, well, we got snapdragons out here. They'll bloom for until they get uh, rust. Um, but he wants seed. Oh. He wants to plant by well, seed. Well, it, it, it doesn't really matter. I just uh, oh, okay. But uh, but I, when the weather warms up, I want it to just burst, you know, with color. I don't want to. Uh, I'm not very uh, artistic. I couldn't do it myself. I want it to happen. Uh, you, you know. Uh, you should look at the uh, the collection of uh, geraniums too, mm-hmm. if you want to burst a, 
color, immediate color. They're, they're, they're spectacular, right? Because they're these are the Fantasia series, so they should last longer into the summer anyway. Right, but you can't. It's not seed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. I was going to say Cosmos, but that won't that won't uh, oh, bloom that until won't. later. That's zinnias. Is there enough time for Larkspur to come up? Oh, there you go. I think that would be one I would yep. try. Yep. That'll be Thank close. Thank you. Yeah. That's great. Right. Yeah, I like Larkspur anyway. They got a lot of uh, variety of colors and stuff. And once you start them, you better like them because you're yeah. getting rid of them. Yeah, I can yeah. I can hear you now, a year, a year from now. You guys, I thought this was a great recommendation, but those Larkspurs are taking over. Yeah. All right, well, as long as they can take over the rescue grass, that's what I'm worried about now. Oh, good luck. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Thanks for calling in, man. Yeah, good, All good right. question. Good. We'll see. See you later. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. All right, 210-808-8867. Um, 210-308-8867. Yeah, you can't do geraniums by seed, can you? Well, no. you can, but they're not They're not going to be the good varieties. Okay. Yeah, they don't come that. true. Okay. In my personal opinion, they're a little bit weaker. Oh. Okay. Because the, the Fantasia, I'm guessing, is a hybrid. Uh, or sure. is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. Did you have something you wanted to go over? I, I did. Uh, okay. Just a, a short response to Neil's article. Uh-oh. No, he had a good article. Okay. Uh, I just wish he had stressed when you prune, you paint. And how, he, how is your rapport with him? Can you can you suggest that he oh, he more? he really likes me? He really said, "Oh, Mark, you should be in radio." Well, I'm doing that now. Um, <laughs> so uh, so that, but you know, it's sometimes it's just not all the way, not. Not complete. So mm-hmm. he didn't stress painting. And painting is 100% successful in preventing oak wilt. Oh, is that was this about oak wilt? Yeah. What was the question? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't preface it very much. Preface it, will you? Yeah, I'm sorry. So Neil wrote a really good article. A question, question had come in about oak wilt and wanted everything to know. He's a... He or she were a newbie to Texas who want to know everything about okay. Oakwell. So uh, Neil wrote an article, said a quick lesson on Oakwell, and then also dealing with weeds, which we've been dealing with today. Uh, but he failed to mention painting was 100% successful. Uh, he did mention that this time of year is not an appropriate time to paint, I mean to prune, but I go back and say, if you paint, there's no problem. I mean, if you prune. No, I'm sorry. If you I paint, mean, no, you see, that's what I was doing. You yeah. paint when you prune. You paint when you prune. There you go. All right. All right. But it's very, 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 very successful. You know, 99.9999% right. of the time. So anyway, so I, you know, I just wish he had done that just a little bit more. You should just drop him an email. I will. I can. Um, and he knows me. I know. He apparently has nothing but nice things to say about you. Uh, so, well, yeah, so right what now. I hear, what I hear is his email's going into spam. <laughs> <laughs> Peterson, delete. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Not your... again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him one compliment. Oh, man. Um, all right. So let's talk about what you, what you should and shouldn't paint with. Do you, does it matter what I paint with? No, it does not matter what you paint with. In fact, the old 
old-fashioned way where the heavier product is kind of um, discounted now. Oh, try, okay. to, try to be a uh, try to avoid that. Um, the lighter latex products. Um, I, I was going to make a billion dollars. I was trying to kind of try to figure out a latex in a Krylon can, and Krylon came out with it. No, uh, there's all these ideas I had. Could have been the Peterson. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but uh, a, a a any any type of paint will do. Um, use the uh, the latex because it's water based. Okay. Oh, uh, it well, comes out. It comes out of clothes. And I've told this oh. story, this story be, before about the my neighbor who was pr- pretty conscientious, but he neglected to paint the wounds when he got his his oaks, mm-hmm. uh, and so I brought it to his attention. I'm sure you did, and it irritated him a bit. Uh, so the is this, next is this the same one you gave the trees to by accident? Gave the what? The the trees started popping up in his yard. Back. Oh, that's right. What were those again? Do you remember? He called uh, us weird, or something? something like that. Yeah. Oh no, this this is the guy. This is the guy that used the uh, bright latex paints. Facing my house. All right. Oh. Yeah. Different. Different what color. Different, different colors. colors on each yeah. cut. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I uh, said. Uh, said I was sorry. I said anything. But Good for him. This was in. A, this was in the neighborhood. Yeah, I was in, in the, 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 the infamous neighborhood. So, uh, do HOAs care what color you paint your? Uh, I'm sure you. some do. Yes. I bet the ones in the historical districts. Yes. Oh, uh, so they probably want brown or black. Yeah. Or clear? Are you no, doing, no, you in there clear? clear. Okay. They definitely think uh, care about it once you get Oak Wilt in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yes, I bet they you, do. You should hear a, them trying to figure out who's in mm. blame. Everybody forgets when they ignored the rules. And, yeah, and then they blame. And then and by banning pruning at this time of year. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, and that that's fine. But right. like I said, if you if you're prompt on near painting. You don't have to worry about it. Are there any exceptions to that? You can't prune, like if you have a limb that's about to fall on the driveway, or I, I, I'm not familiar with all those communities. Well, okay. I'm dead, sure there's a dead something. limb would not be a factor because it, the oak wilt is not going to uh, attack a dead limb. No. Okay. I just didn't. But know. as we we have found out, why don't we? Uh, or why do we paint everything that CPS Energy prunes? Because there's a lot of people who didn't know the difference between oaks and elms and hackberries. So we just had them paint everything. It, it cut their uh, phone calls down about about, about 60% when they oh. started painting everything. Yeah, yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break. And while we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. The sun brings the gardeners out and we're real busy. Uh, here at Millburgers, lots of folks uh, coming out and enjoying the gardening and the nice weather. It's about 54 degrees, nice and sunny, maybe some little wispy clouds in the sky, but the flags are not moving at all. So, uh, yep, it's a perfect day to come on out and uh, get your gardening hormones, uh, get that fix uh, and stuff. I'm trying to figure out, it's always interesting to see what people are getting. 
Uh, all kinds of different stuff, really, today. All right. Let's see. It's more geraniums over there, I guess. And uh, on the right side of the... Yeah. The, the roses are behind them, yeah. but the, the, these rows have really gotten a lot of attention. I don't know. It seems the roses are in timeout. You know, there's a lot of nice roses <laughs> way out. In, yeah, of course it's not. They're right when you come in. Yeah. I mean, they're not but, close to us, but yeah, they're we're close, not to, close to us. But. Close to the parking lot. Uh, but we got lots of tables full of vegetables, I see. Mm-hmm. Look at that. But uh, flowers. Some geraniums. And then and, and, and lots of geraniums. And yeah. I'm very happy. And my geraniums. Hey, we know that guy. All right. Let's see if you... Well, there you go. Speak of the devil. Yeah, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Well, during the break, I had mentioned it is planting time. So <laughs> come over to, to Moburgers, pick up some plants, and plant them in the garden. Yeah, uh, lots of stuff to do. And I'm thinking, like, uh, yeah, the cyclamen went kaput. What? And, and my cyclamen never came back. Oh, really? Uh. No. Oh, my cyclamen well, there, are there's pl- great. There's, oh man, there's plenty I over covered here. Covered them. Yeah. Are your are but, your begonias re- uh, no. started to grow? Oh uh, no, they they went kaput too. Uh huh. The primulas are doing all right too. Right. I love primula. You like what? I love a primula, primrose. Okay. Uh, I think they're very beautiful. So I need to get something for those little containers that. I was we, thinking we, of going with still, the blue bonnets again. We still have cyclamen available. Yeah. But you know what? Geraniums. Geraniums. You can Fantasia. Have, you can have Fantasia. You can have red and pink and mm-hmm. swirl. Well, there's some uh, but, uh, pansies that still look good over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. And it is tree planting season. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And CPS Energy. Green shade oh, yeah. rebate is still available. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still available until until April. But yeah, that's a great five a a, a five gallon tree, uh, up to five trees in your uh, uh, at your home. So, uh, where did we was the information all just on CPS that there was a I think. Yeah, so uh, CPS, uh, let's see, green sh- yeah, look up CPS Energy green shade rebate. Okay, uh, and they expanded the the recommended list for or permitted list a few years ago. And included some citrus on there, so if you'd like to uh, get a rebate on your citrus, that would be great, particularly this time of year. If if they survive the latest freeze, yeah. well, that's, that's it. Call ahead over here and find out if if your citrus is available. Is on the line. Where you at, Bert? Oh, uh, where you at? I'm still here in San Antonio. Although I'm from <laughs> Chalmation. <laughs> I know. I know it's our Chalmation. Yep. Uh, look, I got a question. I've been living in this apartment. This, y'all might be able to answer. Maybe somebody listening might be. Common don't, ground. Don't mention the apartment. apartment. Uh, well, common ground, I'm not. Common okay. ground means that it's for use for everybody. So I've been, you know, I've been calling in for years. I had my container garden out there with vegetables and such for over a couple of years. Now it's been changed over to a new property management. Turn they it said at first, they said, I can have the plants. Now they just came up last week or 10 days ago and said, you got to get rid of all your plants. Well, I just was gar- gardening. Oh, there now. For me. 
Uh, well, I've just only got the winter crop to grow into cauliflower, lettuce, and onions and garlic and stuff like that. So it's not really a big deal. All the summer plants went away. But I'm just wondering, has anybody heard about that gardening therapy and common grounds? Did they? Ha- I don't know. I'm not asking legal advice. If somebody can give me some direction which way to go on this, that Any would be thoughts? most helpful. That's going to be tricky, I yeah. think. Um, I've only heard about HOAs, and sometimes they let them, and sometimes they do not. Uh, But uh, I haven't heard a whole lot about it, I'll be honest. No. September, they said, oh, they walked through everything, was late, everybody loved it. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know if a new manager or something happened in the company. They're like, get rid of your plants. And I'm like, that's my therapy. Hmm. That's a shame, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't uh, know. Yeah, but right, I don't think we have a good answer for you. Maybe, maybe somebody will call in with an experience. I just put it out there for somebody. If anybody else knows, just I don't oh, want legal. You. Okay. Thank you, sir. I just want a direction to go in. But thank you, guys, and I always love it. And, uh, uh, yeah. Did you? Did you get homesick for Mackenzie's king cake uh, at Mardi Gras? Mardi Gras was on Tuesday, so yeah. Uh, so old fat Tuesday, and then the Ash Wednesday. I noticed that. Everybody yeah. walking around with their their cross on their foreheads. So. There you go. Uh, Thanks, so, Bert. Know, I just I'm, I don't miss the, the parades all that much. It, it used to be nice when I was a child in the '60s, and then as a teenager in the early '70s. It's just too commercialized anymore. Oh, okay, I haven't been. When did you leave? Oh, I got deployed to uh, in 2007, and I went back once or more. All right. Bert, you're, you're bringing us down. We'll talk right, to you later well, next week. Thing is, look, we're in San Antonio. It's still winter, and we got winter weather, and we're yeah. looking for sunshine in 81 degrees this week. That's, that's yeah, I know. <laughs> you take care, sir. All right, y'all. Take care as well. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye, I, Bert. I think we have a call from Thomas on the line at 210-308. Or that, is, that's a suggestion. I'm not sure what that means. All right. Uh so, no, okay. We've got a little bit of time left. Yeah, the King's Cakes were good, although there are places in San Antonio. H-E-B makes King's Cake, too. Uh, and you put the little baby in there. Yes. Yeah. You're not, you don't have to bite down on anything. To, that's not considered lucky if you get the little sickle or... If you get the baby? Uh, yeah, you, and you're, you're, it's, it's, you're, you're supposed to have the next party with the King's Cake. Uh, you have okay. to get the next one if you get the baby. Oh, okay. uh, got about five minutes. What else do we need to bring up uh, before we wrap it up for today? Lots of uh, folks here. Uh, we've got Calvin's uh, presentation next week where you said they, they won't get a plant because they haven't signed up, but they can uh, listen and learn, right? That's right. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather should be nice. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll have uh, the tomatoes uh the idea of those are available now, but they're too early to plant them. So what you do is pot them up, and we're going to have some potted up, and we'll let you pot up some of the, some tomatoes, too, and you can take those home with you. But, of course, we'll uh, have a big discussion on uh, tomatoes and e- even some of the other vegetables that, are, uh, that we can plant now. Onions is something that we hadn't talked a lot about. No, no. And I was going to say, vegetable planting is now. Your leafy vegetables still can be put in the ground? 
squash. Well, too early. Yeah, too early a little too squash, early for squash. squash. But, but yeah, I'd, as I told somebody on Facebook, uh, if you want to do sweet peas, English peas, today's the last day. Oh, pretty much. oh okay. And you're doing by seed, I guess? Yeah. Okay. How quickly do they come up? They come up pretty quick. Pretty, pretty okay. quick. I, yeah, I can't give it a no. So, so, I mean, that's the problem right about now because we get a couple of these weeks where all of a sudden it jumps up to 80 degrees. They don't particularly care for that. I wonder when the blue bonnets will start producing. I, oh, I think I saw some. Did you see any with blooms nope. on them? Not, not yet. My buds? Okay. Um, I started looking alongside of the roads right about now. Oh. And I don't see any. I don't see any. I'm looking at the side of the road, burgernursery.com, to uh, find out about the events, like Calvin's, uh, like uh, David Rodriguez, who will be here on the 9th. Uh, you can find out about all the specials as well. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Okay, go ahead. No, I just uh, on the website, you can find out all about the wonderful specials. Uh-huh. Each week it changes on Wednesday, so that's the day to come. Oh, and speaking of Wednesdays, that's when um, Trace was saying that theoretically they would get a shipment for them to call you, and they do a great job. That's 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and they'll put you on the list, and they'll call you like on Wednesday. Hey, you were asking about the... Uh, Purple Cherokee, well, we got some in. This is how much they are. This is the size of the pots, and you can uh, you can get them. But that's also on the website as well. Uh, nice selection of perennials in front of us. I don't see Lantana. What's well, not the GVST? What's happening Oh, there? yeah. Well, GVST uh, tomorrow, uh, oh. Monday, uh, having the, uh, what do we call it? Uh, Essentials of Gardening. Oh, good. Uh, our monthly meeting. Central Garden at the San Antonio Garden Center, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And who's the speakers? Sean. Do you want to give him the mic for a sec? No, you want I the mic? I want the mic. What's that? I don't want to put him on the mic. Okay. Are any volunteers at SouthTexas.org? Don't use GVSD. Sometimes it comes up with a strange website. So okay. gardening volunteers in South Texas, you can go on and come by. It's uh, a donation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a wonderful time. We bring in food. Yeah. And if and you, want, you want to learn about how to participate in a, a gardening activity where you yeah. immediately can start uh, and there's got more or less oh, okay. uh, training. It is a professional wetland scientist, certified uh, wildlife biologist, conservation biologist, and author. Man, okay. All right. So you'll learn all about yeah. wetland planning. That'll be good. And how to conserve our wetlands. Yeah. So that's at gardeningvolunteers.org. We're going to say goodbye for today. Thank you, sir. Uh, and uh, we will uh, join you next week right here from the nursery, uh, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.